You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to giving you the inside scoop on what's happening on the lakes and waterways of our region, with a primary focus on Sam Rayburn and Toledo Bend. Your host, VNM Bates General Manager Kevin Jean, and Camus Boats Pro Staffer Steve Graff. Two guys with years of tournament experience with pro am circuits like ABA, BFLs, Toyota Series, and BASS Opens. Anglers willing to share their knowledge and to give you inside information to make you a better angler. So get ready to take some notes and learn exactly how anglers are catching the big stringers right here on Tackle Talk Live. Here are your hosts, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. Welcome to Tackle Talk Live here on February the 28th of 2023. I'm Camus Post Pro Staffer Steve Graff along with VNM General Manager Kevin Jean. Kevin, today... We've got a Toledo Bend guide. Uh, you know, last week wasn't a whole lot going on. So this week we're going to bring in a guy that kind of has a great idea of what's going on on Toledo Bend right now and be able to give us some good information. Well, yeah, yeah. Matt Locher is our, guy, is, is our uh, guest today. He's on a guide trip out there. Um, see, there is a lot going on, but, it, you know, the last several weeks we've been full. We've had a 15-pounder call. We've had 40-pound bags, you know, being caught. That everybody knew what the uh, topic was going on between Sam Ram and Toledo Bend that week. Um, just wasn't a huge topic this week, but there's a lot of things we got to cover. There was a 14 pounder call this past week weekend <laughs> on Toledo Bend. Um, I'm pretty sure, if my facts are correct, there was three fish over 11 pounds caught on Saturday alone on Toledo Bend. Um, you had the Outlaw Outdoors Tournament on Sam Rayburn happening this past weekend. Louisiana Bass Nation was on Toledo Bend. We'll cover that. Uh, we got a lot to get into, but really want to talk what's going on, what's happening on Toledo Bend with guy Matt Losher uh, from Living the Dream. He's on the lake every day. Um, the fish are moving. They're moving a lot. Uh, and we're going to talk north versus south Toledo Bend today. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Again, you're a South guy. I've kind of always been a North End guy. Uh, we'll compare notes, uh, especially this time of year, which, you know, which may be the, you got the uh, H&W coming up this next weekend out of Shreveport. They're coming down to Toledo Bend. Uh, that's a big event, and uh, we'll see what kind of what those guys may have in mind. Maybe we can give them some pointers on what they need to be doing, because it is a trailer tournament. Uh, also, Kevin, I, I, this isn't in your notes, but I did add it to our notes. Lake Fork, low weights for the bass champs. You know, uh, is there cause for concern? We'll get into that as well. And uh, real quick, we're going to take a short break. When we return, we're going to have to lead a Ben guide, Matt Losher. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. Toledo Health is a full-service primary and acute care clinic. Nurse practitioners Jarrett Rule and Melissa Vines bring quality health care that's needed and convenient to the area. Whether it's a stomach virus or a hook in your hand, Toledo Health Care will try and meet all your health care needs. Appointments available and walk-ins are always welcome. So the next time you're feeling down at Toledo Bend, stop by Toledo Health Care. Located on Highway 6, just south of Toledo Town, or you can call 318-508-5323.
For all your boating needs, check out Shreveport's newest marine dealer, The Boat Shop. Raymond Kidd and his great staff will take care of all your engine repair needs or anything else that needs fixing. A certified Yamaha Mercury dealer, they carry two of the best fishing boats on the market from Sea Arc and Camus. The Boat Shop is never short on trade-ins as they're always willing and able to make you the best deal possible. Looking for great boat accessories? They're a full support garment and Minn Kota dealer. So the next time you're in the market for a new or used boat or maybe you just need to service the boat you have let the boat shop fix you up to learn more call 318-402-0399 or go to shreveportboatshop.com the next time you're on i-49 just south of natchitoches louisiana stop by cypress knee outdoors a store within a store cypress knee is located inside 3j's four-way whether you need gas food or drinks they have it while you're there check out cypress knee outdoors and pick up whatever hunting or fishing tackle you need top name brands like strike king santones pro or the number one soft plastics made vnm on the hunting side they carry guns from mossberg winchester and remington plus they've got a great supply of ammunition let John Abram and his staff show you everything Cypress Knee has to offer. Located just one mile east of 127 on I-49 or call 318-238-HUNT. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. We appreciate you tuning us in today. This segment presented by Toledo Health, the boat shop, 3J's four-way home of Cypress Knee Outdoors. And by the way, the boat shop had a little boat show in Shreveport this past weekend. Raymond Kidd and his staff were there. They took some orders for some Camus boats. And if you're looking for a Camus, hey, guys, go see Raymond Kidd at the boat shop. He's got a great selection. Mine's sitting in my garage as we speak. Looking forward to getting into it uh, this next week. So, uh, But anyway... Uh, check it out, Camus Boat, Cypress, uh, excuse me, the boat shop in Shreveport. On the phone with us, Tackle Talk Live hotline, we've got Matt Losher, a guide over at Toledo Bend. And uh, Matt, you know, uh, you, you you just told us something off there that I thought was interesting, that you don't do any crappie guiding until April 15th. Uh, what's, your, what's your thinking on that? Well, I just, uh, you know, among our crew here at Living the Dream Guide Service, we have quite a few guides and um you know we have some guys that do strictly crappie year round some guys that do strictly bass year round i do a little bit of both uh, but you know it's it's really a demand thing uh as much as anything um you know so you know obviously during the the spring of the year is when you get the most demand for the bass fishing so i just tend to stick to it uh during that time for for that reason and also because of uh tournament fishing you know i, I do uh a lot of tournament fishing as well and so that uh that it that helps me stay sharp on the bass uh, throughout that time period. <clears throat> Matt, you're on a bass trip today, right? You, you're on a you're on a trip right now. Yes, sir. How, how's the fishing been today? I know we got a little bit of wind. We got some stuff coming in. Uh, I think Thursday, y'all gonna get a good bit of rain up over there that direction. Uh, how's the fishing today? It's been real slow this morning, um, but it doesn't concern me too much because it's really been like that every day for me. Um, it's just been really slow in the mornings. I kind of typical of this time of year, you know, uh, when they start kind of spawning and whatnot, you know, you get a lot of these fish are just kind of roaming around a lot in the mornings, not really set up good until that sun gets up. We've had, you know, we've had a lot of this heavy cloud cover, uh, most mornings 
And uh, then once the sun gets up, fish seem like they position a little better, and we, we go to catching them a little bit. Yeah. You know, Matt, you know, wind, wind's a critical thing. I don't care. And, of course, you got to be careful what you ask for when you're on Rayburn and Toledo Bend. Uh, but mm-hmm. how important is wind this time of year when the fish move shallow, especially? I mean, to catch those big ones, uh, you need a little bit of wind. A windblown bank's a pretty good choice, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Fact, yesterday, uh, I was targeting that some, you know, the, some of the windier banks. We had a pretty strong west wind, and I was kind of bouncing around targeting that, that windier side where the fish were a little more active, still chasing shad uh, a little more, uh, kind of staying away from the spawning game a little bit. Yeah. Matt, let's just jump right into the, the, the big fish explosion that's happening right now on Toledo Bend. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, Bass Champs, you had the 15-pounder caught. This past weekend, you had a 14-pounder caught. You had three over 11 caught on Saturday. Um, I'm not going to say 2017 when it when it got really, really stupid, but, man, we're seeing – uh, something close to that, just as far as big fish goes. Give me, give me your thoughts on all this. Yeah, it's been really tremendous. Um, how many double digit, especially over eleven, uh, have been caught? Yes. You know, I'm sure you guys have noticed most of them have been over eleven. Uh, you know, there's been yeah. a few tens as well, but a lot of eleven to to you know fourteen pounders, and of course fifteen. Um, it's it's really an amazing thing how these fish seem to just come out of nowhere at times um you know we've been through a little bit of a down cycle here on Toledo and like you said you know it's I don't think it's quite what we saw back in you know 16 17 um you know I I think my take on that you know I I I was fishing full-time throughout that whole time period and I kind of watched the the fishery change a tremendous uh amount throughout that time you know because we had all that grass and then what I felt like led to a lot of that catching in 16 and 17 is we lost the grass. And, yes. you know, not that I want to lose it. Of course, we want the grass. But it exposed all these fish that had grown up in that grass, especially in some of the areas, you know, like Toro, you know, around the Pirate Cove area there where, you know, these fish all of a sudden had nowhere to hide. And they just got plucked off like crazy. And, and uh, you know, so it led to some tremendous catches during that time and the age class and all that, you know, it was, it just all aligned for the perfect storm. And now what we're seeing is we're coming into another season of grass, uh, which we're very thankful for. We, we're certainly loving having the grass. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's good for the health of the fishery. It, it concentrates the fish. It, you know, I believe it, it contributes to a lot more numbers of fish because your fry have a place to hide. So they don't get eaten up as much. And, and so we're seeing that, that, that cycle kind of take place again. Hopefully we don't lose the grass again. I'd love to see it stick around. Um, hopefully no, no, we don't get any of those crazy I, I, floods. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, the yeah, grass it, has been a big, big factor. Did you see the picture uh, of the 14 pounder? I don't know the guy that caught it and I'm just pure speculating here, but Matt, did you see the picture of the 14 pounder that got caught? How dark that fish was and, I mean, you know yeah, where that fish came from. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you, you can know, tell when those big, pretty green females are coming out of that grass, for sure. She was about Living blind. in that cleaner water. <clears throat> yeah, man, yeah. let me ask you a question. Let's talk about grass real quick. Cause I've had some guys tell me, well, I went into an area, it had some grass, but I had that milfoil in there. It didn't have hydrilla. Do you find there's mm-hmm. a big difference between the hydrilla and the milfoil? Both will hold fish. Yes, absolutely. It's, I mean, I'll take anything I can get. Um, 
you know, anything's better than nothing. Uh, I, I love the hydrilla. I think, you know, personally, I think that's for the health of the fishery and for catching them, I think that's, you know, the best one, uh, you know, because it has the, the hard edge, you know, uh, a lot of times an inside and an outside grass line. Um, you know, it, it has, uh, you know, it grows out deeper than, than most of the other ones. Um, so it's, you know, it provides habitat in a, in a, a wide range of depths. You know, right now we've got grass and we've got hydrilla, you know, with the lake falling right now, I think the inside edge is about three, four feet or so. And, and then, uh, you know, out to about, I'm seeing it out to 14 feet in some places. So I think that's the benefit of the hydrilla over the others. But, you know, the fish certainly will use the milfoil and the, the coontail, uh, the alligator grass, you know, that kind of mats up, uh, the little cabbage patch looking stuff. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different uh, species of grass right now that, that's all good. The primrose, those, those kind of things. They will hold fish. Absolutely. Matt, give us, uh, so what, you know, how are you catching them right now? Just give us a little breakdown, fishing report, the last couple of days, um, you know, kind of how you went about catching them and, and get, catching your bigger fish. Sure. Um, right now, it's it's been pretty much, I don't want to say full-blown spawn, because there's still a lot of females that have not got on a nest yet. Um, but we're catching them right there in those nesting areas. You know, it's, it's, uh, the weightless Cinco's and I hate doing it, but I'm having to do the wacky worm a little bit. Um, you know, that kind of thing, uh, up in these pockets there, they seem to be more concentrated around the pockets. Uh, you know, you'll see some fish cruising out, you know, along those deeper grass edges and stuff. They, they haven't been as catchable for me the last few days. Um, it's, it's just kind of like they're on the move, you know, they're, they're, they're window shopping. I call it, you know, they're getting ready to come in. They're looking at the, the, the nest that have been made by the males. You know, you got a lot of males on the nest already. Um, and so we're plucking off a lot of those, you've seen a lot of those male, we're catching a lot of them, the male bass up there in the ultra shallow water. Uh, some of them, you know, we can see them and cast to them and catch them still catching the majority of my fish blind casting though. I'm not, not primarily sight fishing at this point. Um, but I feel You're like too far north it, up there. Y'all, y'all north boys can't look at them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, I may be a little further south today. Okay. Okay. And, and, and yeah, speaking I, of the north, I venture out. You know, <clears throat> man, I want to ask you to. You know, we all know Toledo being seventy miles long, north to south. Mm-hmm. Well, we all know that they're not. They're not going to spawn on the lake all at the same time. Right now, the north end I know is on fire from guys I've talked to. They're up there. They're up there actually today. And I know they're flipping bushes or catching them every way you can catch them up there right now. But as the mm-hmm. month of March progresses, they should shift more to the mid lake area, like Patroon, Lanan. Those areas should start to turn on. Uh, now, what? Now, next see, Steve, you just threw me all off right there. You called Lanan and all that mid lake. That is north. Well, if it is north <laughs> of the bridge, that is north. <laughs> Now, to me, it's yeah, anything in the bridge area, either way, uh, five miles. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of go with Steve on that one. Um, you know, I, I call about from basically San Miguel, Patroon, down to yes. about, you know, Lowe's, Negrete, uh, Negrete. you know, kind of that yep. mid lake area. You know, once you get south, you know, to Indian Mountains and down, you look, you know, you're looking more south there. I think. Um, you know, uh, that's just kind of how I break it down. Uh, you know, basically 10 miles either side of the bridge, you know, is kind of what I consider yeah. to be mid-lake. 
and so yeah, so you're seeing that that north end. There's been a lot of fish already kind of doing their spawning deal up there. You know, it always happens a little sooner up there. Um, which everything's a little early this year anyway. I mean, we're here on the last day of February, and even in that mid lake and down, we're already seeing fish trying to get on beds. So, yeah, you know, there's there's you know it's just been so warm uh, this last few weeks, and so so we're already seeing a lot more of that happening. Um, and and so yeah, I think right now you've got a a pretty uh, textbook progression of it where you know on the northern part of the lake in the dirtier water. They're, you know, they're ultra shallow, big ones and little ones. Uh, you know, mid lake, you've got mostly little ones up shallow. The bigger ones are kind of in that staging mode, but they're they're fairly shallow too. You know, they're 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 kind of roaming those areas, very near where they're going to be spawning. Um, and then, you know, south, obviously, you still have some out a little deeper. Yeah. So those fish that are that are like you said the mid lake fish, uh, would you say by mid March, uh, th those fish should start to those areas should really start to turn on. And you got a full moon coming in March the sixth, which is a week from Monday, or this coming Monday, uh, next Monday there should be a full moon three days before, three days after. This next weekend is setting up to be what could be a really big weekend on Toledo Bend. Absolutely, I agree 100. percent I think this uh, this next two weeks or so, you're going to see that mid lake area, you know, really fire up as far as the spawn goes. Um, you know, it's it's very very warm out. You know, the water temperatures the last few days in the mid lake area have been up close to 70 already. Um, you know, so the only kind of X factor we have going on right now is that the water got up high there. You know, pretty uh earlier than you know i would have liked to have seen it you know it jumped up real fast and now it's, they're pulling on it with boat generators 24 hours a day so it's been on a steady fall and to me it's kind of scattered them some you know they're there's it's making especially these females a little more reluctant in the mid lake area to get on that really shallow stuff um in the northern part of the lake it, it hasn't seemed to affect them as much they're still wanting to be shallow but uh if we could get the lake to stabilize which we're fixing a bit, you know, tomorrow's March 1st, and I, I, I have to look at the operating guidelines for the, the dam to be sure, but I believe it in March it, it goes to 170 is what they can't generate unless it's above 170. Um, so they can still bring it down an, uh, almost another foot from what it is now. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it may be 170 and a half, but somewhere in there. But, you know, if we can see a stabilization of the water level, I think that would really help a lot. Yeah, yeah. And see, let me let me just throw this in here real quick. And I apologize, guys. My service for some reason is going in and out. I've kind of been in and out of this conversation with Matt the last part here. But all I want to say about this north-south thing is is it is on fire up north. The fishing has never been better. Go north, everybody. Go north. Go above the bridge. Just get up there in Harold Allen, Glen Freeman country, and, and go north. Just keep going. It's on fire. Go north. Stay off Kevin's south end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's fine. They can all go up there. I'll come down there with you, Kevin. <laughs> no, now, see, we, we got upset that we've had this. And, and see, let me tell this story real quick. Several years ago, it's been, shoot, 10, 12 years, or 8 to 10 years ago, right before, before Daryl went pro and 
and Harold and, and Matt were fishing team turns together. We had a rule. Me and Daryl were not allowed to go above north of Pendleton Bridge, and Harold Mount was, was not allowed to come south of Pendleton Bridge. Uh, we've always had that rule in tournaments that, you know, back when we were all, you know, hardcore fishing these team derbies against one another, we wasn't allowed to go up there. And if me and Daryl ever got spotted north of Pendleton Bridge, we got a phone call from Harold out. Oh, really? And the same thing <laughs> with Matt. If he comes south of Pendleton Bridge, he's going to get a phone call from one of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harold's quick to point you out, isn't he? <laughs> he? He is that. He is that. Matt, I appreciate you coming on today, man, and kind of you know breaking it all down for us. Good luck on the trip today and for the rest of the year, man. I appreciate. It. Can I say one last thing? Yeah. So I just want to let everybody know: please do not complain too much if the water gets down low. That's why we have grass again. It. It's got to go down every now and then to see that grass. I'd love it yep. to be, you know, stable and, and, you know, let the fish get in the bushes where everybody can catch them flipping and all that. But we've got to have the lower yep. water to keep the grass. So just wanted to, to put that out and, there. And, Matt, you're, you're 100% right. And real quick, I just I, – I've been saying that for the last two weeks on this show is, you know, they're pulling. They're pulling. 12-hour generators going. Man, that is – we're keeping that that head, that water – off the top of that grass you if you know we allow this lake to stay high and as quick as it got high it's that grass hasn't grown to the top yet and that is keeping that water off the top of this grass so it can see sunlight so it can continue to grow if we let this thing get too high it's going to kill out all grass so you're 100 percent right uh about that matt and i agree with you 100 uh real quick matt somebody want to get a hold of you for a guide trip how can they get a hold of you you can go online to ltd.fish, or you can give us a call at 318-556-8991. Give that number one more time, Matt. 318-556-8991. All right. Good deal. Matt, we appreciate you, man. Go out there and catch some more. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for having me. All right. Matt Losher, we appreciate Matt coming on today and giving us a good breakdown of Toledo Bend. That's some good information there, Kevin. Good good stuff. Yeah, it is. And I, I'm glad we had Matt on. I knew he could really break it down for us. Uh, just goes to show you that it, it is happening on Toledo Bend. And look, there's a ton of giants being caught right now. Yeah. But also, there's a whole bunch of people fishing the lake. Um, yeah. Not everybody's catching a ten pounder. Not everybody's catching a big one. It's not. It's not easy. You're not going to fill the boat up. Don't don't get that impression. Um, there is some big ones biting, but uh, it's still not as easy as it may seem. No, a friend of mine went over there last week, and he told me he said the boat ramps are loaded with boats. I don't care if it's a backwater ramp, he yeah. said, or a main ramp. They're loaded with boats right now. The lake is full. Go All north. Right. Go north. Yeah. Yeah. When we return, Kevin and I will give our thoughts on North versus South Toledo Bend, kind of what makes them so different. Also, we'll talk tournament results, Outdoor Outlaws event at Rayburn last week, the Louisiana Bass Nation results from Toledo, and what's going on on Lake Fork. Bass Champs was there last week. Low weights. Uh, is there a cause for concern at Lake Fork? More TTNL after the break. You're watching Tackle Talk Live. 
Are you looking for the finest custom-built rods ever made? Then look no further than Pride Rods. Fishing rods built to last and made in Montgomery, Texas. Constructed by Mr. Billy Kistler with the finest Gary Loomis North Fork composite blanks available. They offer a complete line of both spinning and casting rods for both fresh and salt water. Pride Rods do more than pass the eye test. They excel in performance as well. Ask your local tackle dealer if they carry Pride Rods and pick one up and try it for yourself. You'll see why so many anglers are using pride rods to learn more go to priderods.com or call 832-418-6040 the next time you're headed for toledo bend or sam rayburn stop by keith's toledo bend tackle they have an awesome supply of everything you'll need to catch the big ones whether your trip calls for bass fishing white perch tackle catfish bait or the ultimate fighting shiners keith's tackle has you covered Keith and former Elite Series pro Ben Matsubu also have the latest information on what, how, and where you need to be fishing on Sam Rayburn or the Ben. So for all your tackle needs, check out Keith's Toledo Bend Tackle located just off Highway 21 on the Texas side of Toledo Bend or call 409-625-0181. The Lakes Insurance Agency is an independent insurance agency that has been taking care of Texans' insurance needs for over 25 years, offering auto, homeowners, boat, RV, life, health, and commercial insurance. Owner Clark Moore is a local guide and tournament angler who understands your insurance needs and wants to be your go-to guy for all your insurance needs. For a free quote, give him a call and see why so many Texans trust the Lake Insurance Agency. Located at 805 Southeast Stalling Suite 3, Nacogdoches, Texas, or or call 936-205-4467. You're watching Tackle Talk Live, a show dedicated to making you a better angler. Now back to the guys with all the inside scoop, Kevin Jean and Steve Graff. Welcome to Tackle Talk Live. I'm Ranger, excuse me, I'm Camus Boats Pro Staffer, Steve Graff. I will never get that out of my system. Uh, this segment is presented by <laughs> Pride Rods. Keys to lead a bend tackle in the Lakes Insurance of Nacogdoches, Texas. We appreciate you guys. Two locations, one in Nacogdoches and one on at Broadus uh, on Lake Sam Rayburn right there in Broadus, Texas. Uh, Real quick, Kevin North. Uh, well, let's go outdoor uh, outlaw outdoors results from this past weekend at Sam Rayburn. <clears throat> so, outlaw team series number two Saturday at Sam Rayburn. Beautiful day on Sam Rayburn. I was there practicing uh, for the bass shows coming up this weekend. Wind, light variable wind. You could get around. Beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, Brian Shot, Jim Smith won the event with twenty-two twenty-three. Uh, listen to this team, and this is the first time I think these two have teamed up, but you talk about scary scary here, Steve. Second place, Cody Pitt and Cole Moore with 22-17. Yeah. Third place, Gary McDonald. Greg McDonald had 21-87. I mean, Steve, it was uh, – it took 15, I believe, to get a check. Um, and, and, Steve, they had to over – well over 200 boats. I want to say maybe 215. I'll have to go back and look. Uh, but a very, very good turnout for the Outlaw Team Series event. Uh, I think the largest team tournament turnout over there that I know of this year, other than the Brandon Belt. Um, <coughs> you know, it, 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 was, it did better than Bass Champs and Texas Team Trail. And Fisherman, it, it uh, had a really good turnout this past weekend. 
Right. Well, and, and when you look at the standings there again, 22, 23 versus 22, 75 ounces. That's a $5,000, five ounces. That's $1,000 per ounce right there. Uh, kept yeah. Cody uh, Cole from winning first place. So, uh, wow, that's a great turnout. And again, they, they caught him pretty good over there at Rayburn. So Rayburn uh, looks like it's Rayburn's headed for another great spring, Kevin, right now. I mean, everybody that I'm talking to that's going over there. Now, it's funny, though. Some guys that are legendary sticks over there have struggled this spring. I know I talked to a couple, one of them this morning, actually. And uh, well, we all know him, Kevin Lazio. And Kevin, tell me, he said it's not been a good spring for him this year over there right at Rayburn. It's been different, Steve. It's, been, <clears throat> yeah, it's, not, it it's not the normal fishing, you know. Um, the, the, grass, the grass is really good and healthy. Um, but then the grass stopped. There's no grass up all the way up on the bank because the way the water has came up, unlikely to be in this, sucked the water back out. Rayburn's left that water up there. So it, it's been a it's been a different spring. Um, I don't think a lot of uh, I know in, in my case a lot of the fish you know in places I've caught them in the past this time of year it's it's not going down the same. So it, it's it's fishing different a lot yeah. different this year. Kevin Bass Nation was over there this past weekend, and that's a two tournament event. One's usually in North Louisiana, one's down south. Uh, do you have the results of that handy real quick to kind of break that one down for us? I do. I do. So it was Friday, Saturday on Toledo Bend. Um, so this is two-day waits now. Uh, the winner of the event was Douglas McClung for this is combined two days. Uh, 37.56. Uh, second place was Ryan Kemp with 35.57. Uh, third place, Sean St. Pierre of 35.45. Fourth place, Matt Noble, 34.94. And fifth place, Doug Goins of 33.98. So I caught him well. But again, this goes back to show you not, you know, I mean, not even 37 pounds on a two-day event. So it's yeah. an individual tournament, but uh, a lot of fish being caught. But, you know, it's not still not easy on Toledo Bend. Yeah, you're pushing basically 19 pounds, 18, 19 pounds a day on that kind of weight. But uh, still overall, and, and that's individual. That's not a team deal. So, um, you know, that's, that's still pretty darn good uh, for Toledo Bend. Um, now, oh, Kevin, do you have how many participated in that federation? I know their numbers fluctuate year to year. What what did it look like? Good numbers or? It was good numbers. I don't know. I know 41st place two days was 25 pounds, and that's all I that's all I, that's all I got was the first screenshot of the, you know, okay. of the, the I don't know, but it was, uh, looking back out, it was a pretty good turnout for Bass Nation. Better in my, my opinion, I think it was better than what's been in the previous years. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Bass Champs, uh, they headed for Lake Fork this past weekend, uh, Bass Champs Tournament Trail. Uh, it's the North region. Uh, I, I, this this got my attention a little bit. Uh, and I know it's, we're talking about a slot lake here. But Drew Sloan from Scurry, Texas, Scurry, Texas and Nolan Jackson from Roy City, Texas, won this event. Uh, they had a kicker fish of 10.64. They had 17.36 total. And uh, Kevin is a guy that's, um, you know, I fished some team tournaments over there. To, to me... To be successful at Fork, you kind of need to focus on below the slot type fish because that's where the majority of your fish that are going to be weighed in, that's what they're going to be. Um, I mean, I we came in second in a really big tournament over there one year, me and my uh, partner, and we had like 
2-5, and we finished second, 12-58, won it. And, uh, and, and I was just kind of surprised. But we caught a lot of fish, but we caught a lot of slot fish and uh, had to release a lot of fish. Uh, but these weights being yeah, that, I, second place was 10.41. So is this alarming to you? I mean, uh, I, I didn't see a lot of big fish weighed in. There's an 851. There's a 10-pounder. That's it. That's all that they registered. I guess maybe there were some fives and sixes, but maybe they didn't weigh those separately. Steve, the one thing to remember here is Lake Fork is a good bit behind on us. It, it's been really, really cold up there. You know, yeah. we're Toledo Bend is only three hours south, but that's a long ways depending on if you really think about where them, those lakes are located. North Texas has had some really, really cold front. I mean, less than a month ago, they had, you know, they had the ice and the sleet and all of that going on in North, North Texas. Uh, so we just got to, the time of year it is right now, I think you give Fork another week or two yeah. and it's yeah. going to be on fire. It's, it's still a little bit behind Toledo Bend, Sam Rayburn. Now you are right, um, Lake Fork, there's a lot of drop shotting. <laughs> Uh, that goes on for those tournaments. People fishing for those unders, they want to get bit. They want to catch as many unders as they can in hopes that they, you know, catch the right unders. Um, so just from as many years as I've done sales around Lake Fork and talking to all those guys over there, for those tournaments, um, there's a lot of drop shotting that goes on in that style of fishing, trying to catch those unders. You are warm right on that. Uh, but, you know, <clears throat> talking to and, and I, I don't fish for it very often i've got a whole lot of friends up there i know i know the guys up there were well and i, I talked to several of them um a pretty good bit and i talked to one yesterday matter of fact and he said it was it was pretty brutal right now it was pretty tough um fishing it was not very good but again the lake is it's a good ways behind Toledo and san raven as far as where those fish are at right now yeah, and the and the lake is not full right now. Uh, I don't even uh, it's it's come up, but it's still not full. In other words, you're not going to go uh, over there and, and get in the willow trees and the willow bushes over there and catch a bunch of fish. I'm just trying to pull it out right now. It's two point two two feet low right now, so it's still pretty darn low at, at Lake Fork compared to what it normally is this time of year as well. And uh, so. Uh, and the last place checking this Bass Champs was 6.78 pounds. Uh, that was uh, Ruger Long and, and Scooter Long from Teague, Texas. They finished 37th. And, uh, but, again, a lot of six, sevens, eights, nine-pound weights were weighed in in this event. A lot of eights. Ounces separated you. Um, I mean, it was difference between uh, $150 to $200 just in ounces alone per check. So, uh uh ounces do definitely make a difference at lake fork team event over there uh when you're fishing for five fish so but anyway uh good turnout though i think they had 200 and let's see here uh 275 teams showed up for that uh i know it's not their normal 300 plus that they had but that's a good number for bass champs right now yeah, yeah no it, it definitely is uh that was a really good turnout i, I didn't know that and i didn't expect it to be that high but yeah. especially on like four uh, right now, but yeah, that's a really good turnout. Absolutely. Kevin, switching back to Toledo Bend, North End versus South End. Again, I know you're a South End guy. You grew up on that end of the lake. I basically have grown up on the North End of the lake. 
talking to some guys that I know are getting ready for H&W. Again, we've talked about it a while ago. Matt even said that North End is on fire. It, it is definitely on fire. Um, and I did talk to Glenn Freeman this morning, and, and he, I, I kind of posed a question to him. Well, those fish, since they bit the last two weeks up there, basically a week and a half, those fish have been biting. Will that play out by this Saturday? And he kind of enlightened me a little bit that those fish on the north end, they stay shallow almost year-round. It's not like they pull back out to the river and leave. He said they'll, they'll hang around up there and start feeding on the brim, the shad spawn. They'll, they'll start to fatten back up and become active again. He said a lot of times they're easier to catch after the spawn than they are right now. No, you, yeah, he, of course, Glenn's right. Uh, Glenn's always right. But, yeah, yeah it, um, there's a whole lot more shallow water up north, a lot more fishable shallow water up north. And, and let's just be honest, there's a whole lot less pressure. Um, yeah. and it's a lot different now than it was just say 10 years ago, 10 years ago, um, North versus South, the North and the Lake, and I call North and Pendleton and above, um, 10 years ago was a whole bunch of four and five pounders, Yeah. but there wasn't a bunch of nine, eight to say 12 pounders caught. Like that was all on the South and the Lake. Now yeah. it's, there is some really big, there's a lot of 10. I know there was a 12 called yep. way up north uh, this past weekend. Um, yep. A lot of bigger fish are getting caught up that way. Now, your, your bigger stringers most of the time, and I say bigger, these 30 and 30 and so on pound stringers, a lot of them are still coming from the south. Uh, the 14 pounder, I know it was caught down south. Don't know exactly where the 15 pounder was caught at, but most of the time, your your bigger fish um, are coming from more down south. But those 16 to 20 pound stringers are a lot more common up north. There, you know, there's a lot more of those four to five pounders uh, live up there and get caught up there. Uh, but again, the north versus south thing has changed a lot in the past five years, whereas there's been some really big fish caught up north, way north, where it used to not be that way. Well, too, and uh, another thing, of course, we all know what's the, the, the biggest factor is the fact that South End has grass back on it again. And for the last couple of years, a lot of big winning stringers were coming from up north. Uh, and that, to me, is when the North End plays out so well is when there's no grass on the South End, uh, which probably puts more people on the North End. Maybe that's why they're catching the winning stringers up north back then. But this year, I think that's going to reverse. I think that's going to change more to the South End. Uh, as we get in after this, from the spawn on, I can see the South end becoming a bigger player in winning tournaments this next year, this year. Uh, yeah, yes and no. Here's the problem is when, when Toledo gets the pressure, most of that pressure goes to South End Lake. I mean, it just does. Housing, six mile, Indian Mound, yep. it yep. gets most of that pressure. It's, it's easier to fish. You're not going to tear your boat up, so on and so forth. Um, the difference is on the South End Lake, a lot of those fish live deep. And they'll run up there and spawn, and they're going to turn and get right back out. Um, yeah. It's just more deep water down south. Those fish live deep. Um, whereas, the, whereas the north end, just like Glenn said, those fish come shallow, and they'll be there for two or three months. They'll yeah. live shallow for, for till now, till May, June. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, and, and real quick, uh, I'll give you the late levels, uh, kind of what we're looking at right now. Sam Rayburn's 164.48, and uh, 
It's a difference of 0.96 inches. So it's basically at full pull, basically. Uh, 10 day gain has been zero. 24 hour loss has been 0.36. Uh, it could be just evaporation. I know it's been really warm. I don't think they're pulling much water at Rayburn uh, from what I hear from the guys that are over there. Toledo Bend, 170.65. It's down 1.35 feet. 10 day loss has been 10.92 inches in the last 10 days. And 24 hour loss, 2.16 inches has been lost in the last 24 hours. So they are pulling. And as Matt, refer, uh, you know, uh, referred to that uh, they are pulling, they get to 170. Supposedly they're going to slow it down. Uh, but I don't know, Kevin, I, and, and we all agree. We don't want the lead of to get two or three feet high. We, we don't want that because that'll just really be devastation for a lot of the grass uh, that's that's on Toledo Bend right now. So, but uh, anyway, that's our lake level is kind of what's going on. Uh, you guys that are getting ready to fish this weekend over there, there is a front coming through and it's, it, they're talking quite a bit of rain, Kevin, Thursday, uh, late Wednesday and Thursday, some pretty good two to three inch amounts is what's forecasted. So Toledo Bend by Saturday could uh, once again be back on the rise. Can you hear me, Steve? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm having internet issues here again. I apologize. Yeah, it could be, but I, I think they're going to keep sucking down. I hope they do anyway. I, I think they're going to keep sucking this water down. They're going to keep generating, generating hard. Um, so I, I don't think we've got anything to worry about there. Uh, we'll muddy the water up a little bit um, for anybody comes to in this weekend that gets that much rain, as high as it is especially. But Shouldn't affect anything. Still should be good fishing. Uh, I know the winds this weekend supposed to be pretty nice. I mean, you know, Saturday and Sunday is not predicting a whole lot of wind. So yeah. uh, should be a beautiful weekend. We got bass champs on Sam Rayburn this weekend. Um, you know, then you got March 12th, the Spino Tire Tournament at Toledo Bend. Uh, I know the Solo 50 is on Sam Rayburn March 17th. Then March 25th, 26th, really big weekend on Toledo Bend. You got the Poche Tournament on the 25th. And then turn around 26 is the v and uh, bait tournament that same Sunday, both out of Cypress Bend. Yeah. Uh, and, and just for you guys looking to fish the solo, there's been a lot of activity on Facebook about the Solo 150. A lot of guys asking questions. Uh, it is a $600 entry fee. It's a two-day event, 17th and 18th. That's a Friday and a Saturday out of Castle Boykin on Sam Rayburn is the first tournament. The second one's at Lake of the Pines. The third one's at Toledo Bend. So, hey, guys, it's three awesome bodies of water in our neck of the woods right here. If, and it's great payback, good money. I mean, you're looking at probably minimum twelve to 15000 first place prize, maybe even more. If we get a full field, it'll be 20000 Full field will be 150 boats. And uh, but you're probably looking twelve to fifteen thousand payday for first place in any of these events. So uh, if you're looking for something to fish, hey, the Solo 150 tour by ABA is a great one. All right, Kevin, what else you got? I think that's it for me today. I think we got it all covered. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning us in. Check us Bash out. Bass Bash starts tomorrow yeah. on Salida Bend. March first is tomorrow. Bass Cash Bash is. Uh, we'll be starting. Make sure you get signed up. He released the either boat or truck tag yesterday on Toledo Bend. Um, so make sure you are registered. Bass Cash Bash, Toledo Bend, and Sam Raven for our area lakes. A lot more lakes going on too, but make sure you're registered for Toledo Bend, guys. Caddo Lake is the other one with Toledo Bend that goes on March 1st. Tomorrow will be the start for Caddo Lake. I know a lot of guys go to Caddo, Big Fish Lake, but there's a lot of tag fish in that body of water, too. Go over there to Caddo and catch you some fish as well and uh, win you some money. But you got to sign up. Don't be that guy. 
So sign up today. Uh, again, thanks for tuning us in. Please check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or our podcast. If you'd like to become a member of our sponsorship team, please message us on our Facebook page. Kevin will get a packet out to you with all the details as soon as possible. For Kevin Jean, yours truly, Steve Graff. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week with more Tackle Talk Live.